New Disney Plus series. Making Everybody's been super excited about it. Yeah. I, yeah, I thought it was going to be like Marvel, Marvel for the rest of the year. And then plans like, change, but I get like, it. Um, things happen, you know. I don't clearly. know. Everybody seems very excited about it. More excited, honestly, than I've been about it. I don't. I think this is probably one of my least favorite like series I've been like looking forward to. But we can get into all that as we get deeper into the chat. Let's go around and say what's up to everybody. First, we got my man, aka the Easter Bunny, Brent. <laughs> and I, oh, I can man. already tell from this first episode, there's gonna be a, a lot to put in your basket. <laughs> They threw as many Easter eggs as possible, but I'll try and pick out only the important ones for the sake of time. Tight. And then we're going to go down to my man, Will, a.k.a. the Lethal Protector today. He's really just hiding the fact that him and Sam were wearing the same shirt, but <laughs> it's okay. Will, say what's up to the people. <laughs> why, why you got to call me out? Twinsies. <laughs> <laughs> My wife it's is gonna cute. appreciate it's that cute. reference. People like that kind of stuff. I mean, that's, it was a Marvel show, and I was content. like, you know what? I should put on a Marvel shirt today. See, he's got a Marvel shirt on, but it's not the same Marvel shirt. The fact that Will and I have on this same shirt, we just have excellent fucking taste. You know, this <laughs> you do. Wait, was this one? Shirt. Hold on, hold on. Was it? I mean, we have good taste. It's not is as it? great as it could be. <laughs> Throw a little shade there, but you know, and, and this would probably could have been better. Would, yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. I've I've seen and that one is our fearless leader Sam. I, you know what? I was actually, I'm not gonna say I wasn't excited for Loki, but it surprised me and it's it's actually it's a little bit better it it seems like it's going to be better than i thought it was going to be i am i am loki is one of the better villains in marvel but it's because he's not truly a villain he's a good character tom hiddleston so i don't know we'll see how this goes this this looks like it's going to be an interesting show yeah so yeah let's let's just go around with like initial thoughts who wants to jump in and just kind of talk about like how they felt about the episode as a whole. Brent, I, I knew that thing was going to go up. Take it away. I'm always one of the first ones to try and get something out there to say because these two usually say something so great. I'm like, well, I can't really follow that. I was actually very <laughs> excited for I was very excited for Loki. Um, I'm a huge Tom Hiddleston fan in general. So like when I found out he got a show, his own show, I was actually more excited for this than Falcon Winter Soldier, which I don't know, not really the popular opinion on, but... It looks like Tom Hiddleston's going to have to do a lot of the um, acting on this show. He's going to be doing a lot of the carrying because Owen Wilson, again, is one of the most bland actors in all of Hollywood. He has one emotion <laughs> all the way through everything. Shots fired. Wow. wow. Uh, but, um, like, literally, it was kind of cool that they went through, they copied the Iron Man Desert Landing, and they had an egomaniac character who has a shot at redemption. Like, Marvel's just literally copying bread and butter from the beginning so, but i'm very maybe much that's why the formula so hooked me now that you point that out maybe that's why it hooked me and i was kind of like oh okay Nah, i'm honestly for me as i was watching I'm, I'm gonna go next if that's all right with everybody i'm probably don't have anything major to drop this go around brent so you were safe um i like tom hiddleston I th you know he, i like the character that tom hiddleston has made loki 
Um, and a lot of the other mythology, when you've seen Loki, the few instances, because like, you know, shows like uh, uh, movies like The Mask, that mask was Loki's mask. So the character being able to do that type of stuff essentially is like he's getting those kind of powers. So the mythology that surrounds the character Loki is a little obscured and there hasn't been anything consistent. Marvel has given us a very, very consistent Loki. So once again, we have something we can kind of go back and reference from all the other characters. I like that little opening montage. Well, it, it can't even really call it the opening montage, but when he was sitting there watching the board and, you know, Loki, this is your life. You know, when he was going through that and watching his life unfold on the screen and he gets to see, you know, in his perspective where he is and he gets to see where he could have gone or where he was destined to go. That was something that I think would really for a character like that with the powers he has, I think that's really, really humbling. And it really did sit his ass down, literally. And so that that is what has me interested. That's what makes me want to watch this show because, you know, Loki's pretty much run around doing what he wants, not successfully, but he does what he wants. And now he's like, he, he finally has glorious purpose. So I'm, I'm curious. I like that opening title. So intrigued to see what they're going to do with this show. Will. Oh, you Honestly. should go because I think I'm going to go in a different direction than everybody. <laughs> like, know, this right? was some bull crap. Why was it? <laughs> no, I like the way they did this episode so that because they literally shift the power balance of the MCU. It's about that. And just one simple thing by saying, look at these. Most of the guys use them as paperweights. The entire power balance of the MCU shifted because what we thought was one of the greatest things and so about that in the MCU just became, you know, obsolete at this point. So now we got so many more things to look forward to going into the MCU. And I'm just really excited for, you know, all the things that they can they can pull out now. So that like we've we've crossed over the the magic barrier and so that we've crossed over freaking the multiverse barrier and so that now we've crossed over the power barrier. So it's like the the possibilities are endless at this point as to what MCU can do. So I'm hyped. I loved everything, but that was my favorite part so far. Yeah, I like how it feels like Marvel is very much just like we're gonna start here. And like once you understand this, we're gonna expand it to this. And then once you understand this, we're gonna go here and here. That's kind of it's funny like hearing people be like after that Eternals uh trailer dropped, and they were like, Yeah, we finally felt the need to intervene. Everybody's like, Y'all only see what happened with like Thanos, but it's kind of like, you know, not to always bring Star Trek into stuff, but it's like y'all haven't gotten to like warp capabilities yet. So right. The Vulcans and the Romulans and the Klingons, they doing stuff that's like, like what y'all doing on Earth is not even on their level. They're like going warp five, six, seven, and y'all struggling to get to the moon. So that little <laughs> like Thanos like <laughs> issue that y'all had, like that's not on the Eternals like level. Like they're like cosmic beings. And 
I think de devaluing in a way the the Infinity Stones in that in the first episode of Loki is just like another like building block on like what is this like new foundation of like the MCU, the new foundation of like the power structure where like Will said, like things that we saw as like the five most powerful things in the entire universe. Well, actually, there's a place where it's just like these are just little trinkets in a drawer. <laughs> and there's and more than just, like, just those five wait, or like, more than just those six. What? Like here's a drawer yeah. full. Yeah. <laughs> this guy is wielding yeah. freaking twelve stones around the office. Like this is nothing. Like <laughs> Right. Yeah. I feel like I'm one of the only pers- people on earth that like it's not that I don't like Loki. It's just that I don't have this like, yeah, Loki. Like I've never been like that for like characters like him. Even like, like to me, he's like a Ferris Bueller like type character, where he's just like, dude, you're actually like a piece of shit. No, <laughs> like we're gonna keep it a buck. That like, was my. And that people was the keep giving you making. chances. And you keep like slapping people in the face. And so my whole thing about when they heard they were making the show, I'm like, well, on the money on the money side, I get it. Cause he's been a big character for you guys. He's literally been the only appeared in like, more than one movie outside of Thanos and like Ronan. But <laughs> Ronan was Ronan don't big count. He got one movie. Captain Marvel. <laughs> but he was in right. two. Exactly. He got a movie. Yeah. He appeared in another. <laughs> I mean, he pretty much appeared. But I just, I just felt like the whole thing with like Loki, like Loki just made me more and more frustrated with Thor throughout the MCU. And that even when like Loki like died in Endgame, I'm like, yes, okay, well, R.I.P. I almost not yes, but I was like, well, he probably that probably him and he didn't come back. I was like, oh, okay, he's like dead, dead. No, that's for me. That was shocking from the Marvel writers' point of view. But I, yeah, I like never really shifted my like opinion on Loki. I'm just like the longer you keep him around, it's only inevitable that he's gonna betray you. So this like love affair people have with him, I just didn't like (laughs) vibe with it. I was just kind of it's the actor. "Mm." People like Tom. This show, I like it. Yeah, yeah, and I get that. But he's doing a good job at playing somebody I don't like. That was and that really was exactly what I was saying a moment ago. I like that. Tom, I like the Loki that Tom Hiddleston <laughs> <And not> even, <laughs> has created. The bad Loki, and not the one that the bad Loki from Avenger, the bad Loki from like Thor one and two. Not this like I'm redeemed, brother, and like I don't like Thor. You just being stupid. Like give up on him. Like. <laughs> But I really enjoyed like the montage scene, and not even that. Just like the psycho and the psycho analysis of just like why do you like Owen Wilson's characters being like why are you so why are you doing this? He's like to get power. He's like okay, so you get power, and then what? It's like then I get more power. He's like oh okay, Midgard, Asgard, Earth, Universe, and, and then what? Then what are you gonna do? And then he's just like breaking Loki down and basically explaining to him like you have no purpose. <laughs> you have, you no, have purpose, no goals, no dreams. And you talk about and the people <laughs> that you actually are, because it came full circle in that one episode. It's just like Yeah. Wake yeah. up. Like shit. Yeah. It's the one like, thing that we can't appreciate things. about the show though is we got an entire TV show just because the Avengers didn't let Hulk in the elevator. Like 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he hasn't taken that picture. He had a whole TV show because of this. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, that op- that so if it's gonna that opening segment. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Where they showed, uh, you know, he's he's in the elevator, and like you said, they wouldn't let him on. Using that segment and the, then going right into the scene, the scenes from Avengers, going right to the scenes from Endgame, and then showing how we got to this part where he's in the desert. Even though it was, I mean, an obvious recap if you've watched Endgame, so you you knew that scene was coming. But just to like see that and see that and then show that that segment is what puts us here, it's a it's a good reminder, good refresher to let you know, one, why this is possible or how it's possible. And it's one of those segments that kind of shows you, like I said, when he was watching his life on film there, clearly he's on a, like, you know, thinking back to, you know, the ancient one, clearly he's one of those variants now, which is that exact same alternate path. So if he's on that alternate path, that path is not supposed to exist and he doesn't get deleted. That means that technically there's still a Loki that does continue on through that normal timeline. So right off the rip, we know that there are two Lokis. And then of course, by the end of the episode, we figure out why there's two and what's going on. But since we've seen how the life of that Loki plays out, does that mean now three Loki? The one. funny thing is when it's they were the holding one. the pile in the church for Loki, the gender that they listed was fluid. It wasn't one gender. They said Loki is a fluid gendered character. So you could get female Loki showing up at literally any time right now. That's the biggest thing I was having a conversation with people because everybody went all, he's gender fluid and sweat that, like, look. It's, it's just me. He could be male or female or whatever he wants to be and stuff like that at the time. Because if you look throughout the comics and stuff like that, freaking, there's been several times where Loki has been different things and stuff like that based off of the comic timeline. And stuff like that. That's why you see we got different Captain Americas. You got different things. Like Things can change based off of whatever's going on. So, yes, some characters are set well, and some characters are not a nexus being. He's yeah. literally just a very well, character. You can change it that. And, and to Sam, and to Sam's point about um, Loki watching his life, I think it's like Marvel is having like a weird, like philosophical conversation about like free will versus like predestination. And so the Loki that he's watching, like all that stuff happening to, is him. And like the TVA is saying, like this is what is supposed to happen to you. And you taking the Tesseract in that moment is altering what is supposed to happen to you in the master timeline. And like the three beings, like they already have seen all of this happen. And so Loki is having like an internal crisis right now because he's in a situation where he's like, you're telling me what's supposed to happen to me as if I don't have a choice. And the TVA is basically like, you don't. You have the illusion of choice. You have the illusion of free. But as soon as you do something that takes you, like, off of the, like, larger path and is going to, like, create, like, all these other variants, you're outside the time stream and we got to come, like, deal with you. And so 
that Loki he's watching like, set his mom up to be killed, get killed by Thanos, do all that. Yeah, that's that's him. And they're saying like, no, this is you, and this is what is supposed to happen to you. And this whole conversation, everything that we're doing right now, is basically to get you back inserted into the right place so that all this stuff can happen to you because it's necessary in order for the timeline, the prime timeline or whatever it's called to like function properly. But that becomes the part where for a character like Loki, who, and keep in mind, this is not the, as you pointed out, this is not the redeemed version of Loki yet. This is the, I just tried to conquer earth. I have no redeeming qualities yet. I'm still willing to stab you in the back, Loki. You just showed him his own death and explained to him that this is where you are supposed to go. What is going to keep him from double-crossing you the very first opportunity he gets to keep himself off of that timeline? Well, he already did it. Oh, oh, well, he already did it. But but hold (laughs) on. Two seconds later. (laughs) The fact that he goes back to that room, he sits down, he finishes watching, and... That's why I say, like, when I say it, like, watching that clip really, like, broke him all the way down. And he just sat down and he was like, okay, so what now? Like, he doesn't want that existence to come in, to come to fruition. He doesn't well, want he, that existence. I mean, I think it was pretty well explained that that existence can't come to fruition now for him. So at that, because he's, he is the variant. So he's pulled out of that. Now, that timeline, what they did, they erased that timeline. It's like, that stuff keeps going but because he's that variant so that he's basically just pulled out of that timeline and now they're going to utilize him for whichever way but as far as we know everything is still happening along the current timeline because wandavision and all that stuff still take place in the current so the current timeline is still going the sacred timeline is still going with wanda and all that stuff and loki is dead well see i I look at it from the same standpoint of like when cap takes the stones back Mm -hmm. and he doesn't show up for you know like how many years was he gone because he went back to hang out with peggy for a while and then he just shows up one day with the shield for everybody else only like a couple seconds had passed meanwhile for him you know i'm saying because all he had to do was pull a doc brown go back to a specific time and place with his you know little time stamp and boom no time has passed for everyone else it's been 80 years for him or whatever the case may be when this loki takes the Tesseract and disappears. Once the TVA comes and takes him away, there is now technically no longer a Loki in that timeline. If yeah, the, if, until they go back and put him back. It just depends on when they're going to go back. Right. And, and so... Because that was supposed to be the whole point of his trial. There you go. But because all that other stuff is happening... Owen Wilson's character is like, I want him to like help me. But right. when he's done helping Owen Wilson, he can still go back and put him back in at that same exact spot. Right. We could have we could have that same like Captain Black America Black moment where he goes back. Red to... light flash. <laughs> right. Hit him with the M- hit him with the minute black. I really don't think he can be put back in. Unless they're gonna blank his memory or some shit like that. I don't think he can be put back in because there's too many chances for that timeline to be altered and skewed. Because you think about it, once you know your future and so like that, and shit goes for half, how you think we get King the Conqueror and so like that? Like the you moment he knows, mess up something the moment he knows what his death is and that he's gonna die at the hands of Thanos 
being choked out, you're yeah. not going to get him back into that situation. Yeah, so he, he's completely removed, and most likely what happens, they grabbed him, they erased that branch of timeline, and stuff like that, which that's all it was. It was a branch and stuff like that. So again, the sacred timeline kept going. Freaking basically, it, it picks up from where he took when off he, with the Tesseract. So the branch starts when he picks up the Tesseract and disappears. Boom. Because that's a variant. Yeah. They variant. go and get that person. Yep. Take the little take the little dial and hit the thing. That one goes and disappears. That Loki is now at the TVA. When they mm -hmm. disappear that line or when they make that line go away, it goes back to that spot. That Loki doesn't escape. Yes. That so Loki continues like on. So when yep. he's sitting there watching that story, like you said, essentially it is him because that is the story of his life. That is how yep. things are supposed to play out. Now, that Loki has been pulled out and he exists in the TVA, which is essentially like outside space time. Then like you have, dimension. right, exactly, a pocket dimension. Then you have the Loki that is in that timeline. That's two Lokis. Yes. And then you have the, the variant that with. they're looking yeah. for. That's Correct. your three Lokis. Now, and that's the thing, freaking, and here's where we have the issues and so like that, because, yeah, it's three, it's three Lokis right now. When he went and they went to go get him, they never erase. They probably never erase that stream because that 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 Loki has been taking the uh, the reset charges, right, and stuff like that. So wherever that Loki is from, that part is broken. So I also don't think this is so big and important with that because it's causing instability to the timeline to in the, some type to of the, way. The prime timeline to, to, to the sacred timeline. So that so that's where we got to figure out. So we're sitting here with three Lokis trying to figure out what's going on and why the instill has happened and what's the purpose of him taking the charges and keeping the charges. Cause right now we know he's got at least, at least what, three and so like that freaking we can. I, roughly know, think I about. think there was, that was the sixth one that he hit that week. So yeah, the I'm sixth thinking, one that he hit that week. So, so I we think saw he's three. got at least of those six of those charges. If they've been, well, probably seven. Cause he'll have his original one, his original one, the, the six that we saw from the 15 and the 1800, right. That's three. And then whatever, ones they mentioned so you just got to do the math so it's like okay well so we'll say if we say the six attacks the three we know of would that make it he's got nine charges so between seven, yeah somewhere between seven and nine charges all right so if he has all of these charges what happens if he hits them all at one time if you erase an erase timeline does it cause a black hole and it sucks in on itself if I, it could freaking <laughs> destroy the entire timeline like we can yo right string here we go like it can go anywhere so this one this one honestly i'm just like Stay away from time travel, right? Because it it starts to get <laughs> a little complicated into like this, and it's just like, because here's what I this is the only thing that I know: Loki dying. That's the sacred timeline, according to like what we understand. So, so the question you ask Sam is the most important one: How do you get Loki back into that timeline? Like it could be what you're saying, and there's like some like decoy like whatever decoy loki or whatever that's just like robotically going back and replaying all that stuff out yada 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 but it could also be a situation where it's like because the tva works outside of space and time in some ways it seems like they can go to whatever time or space or however they need to do to preserve the timeline 
And then the only way that you can do that is that the timeline is not happening inside the TVA the way that it's happening for us. So for us, it's like watching a movie and, you know, well, you got to go back and rewind and you got to fast forward because we can only watch it play out linearly. But for someone else, like a higher being, it might be like looking at the role of film and then this character at this frame didn't do what they were supposed to do so we pull that frame out do all the stuff we need to do to like fix it and then we stick that frame back in and that was that's what makes the rest of the movie make sense so it's not necessarily yeah. even from the perspective of being in the tva because that's where i'm looking at it now we're looking at it inside the tva we have to like change and adjust how we even are looking at space and time and not think about it linearly and think about it, not think about it linearly, but not as like a continuous stream. Think about it as something that can be stopped, rewound, fast forward, adjusted. Oh, clipped, no, I mean, like I did it. OK, stuff so stuck in st- to that. So, OK, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. So there might not be this third Loki. So there might not be this third Loki that you're talking about, because from the perspective of being in the TVA, maybe like essentially like the movie has been like stopped and we took this frame out and we need to do this, 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 and this and fix all this and use whatever yada, yada, yada. Once we're done with that Loki from that frame, we're going to stick him right back in where he's supposed to be in the movie. And then the movie keeps playing and all the stuff that Loki saw that he wants to stop from happening. There's no way for him to stop it from happening because that is, the sacred timeline. So the goal of the people working at the TVA, everything that they do should be in the quest of maintaining that. If that makes sense. No, at least that, that's my perspective. That absolutely makes sense. And this is okay. So you play enough video games and you get into enough of these different stories and you start to see certain things. One of the things that you see in Greek mythology is, um, uh, somebody look it up for me. but it's like basically these three witches and they see the, yeah, sh- the, the fates. Yeah, the fates with the strings. And they see the strings. And that string is your string. And that is your life string. Everything that happens to you is on that string. Period. There's no changing it. It's already there. And you always have these characters, especially like the whoever the main character is, their their primary objective is to alter that, to change that string. Whether it be they cut it, tie it to another one, whatever the case may be, they always want to alter that string. Loki comes from Norse mythology. You know what I'm saying? The character Loki comes from Norse mythology. And that is actually where... I was saying earlier, that's why it's interesting to start with this character that Tom Hiddleston has created because Loki has been a very consistent character in the MCU. Like outside of all the heroes, he's been the only other person who's consistently shown up. And they gave him his little redemption arc to take him from being, you know, the main villain in the first one to, you know, he dies as a hero in the last one. Okay. It, hey, it was nice. He died by his brother's side, whatever. Hey, look, tell me at, okay, tell me at the beginning of Endgame 
when you saw him hand over the Tesseract, you wasn't like, see, I knew it. Yep. Okay. And then for him to like try to get the knife in at the last second, you were like, oh, wow. Okay. So he actually wasn't really a bad guy. Okay. Oh, he still just oh. trying to double cross Thanos. So, I mean, technically, it was true. It was, he was self serving. He was only concerned with himself. Who he was working for first. <laughs> right. He was, only, he was trying to save his own life. Anyway, you get this, you get this web string. And I'm definitely with you as far as them wanting to put him back on that path. And I think that's what the trial would have been. I think when they, when, when Mobius opens up the little door, anybody from the TVA opens up the little orange doors and they walk through. Does that give you like Doctor Strange vibes with the t- with the portals? Very much so. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So when they go through those doors and they show up wherever they show up, they punch in their coordinates. They have the little disintegration stick. Was that the thing we saw in Ragnarok? It was slightly different than what the Grandmaster. Okay. Slightly Just I would. This is my little tiny basket of like, are these? Is that it? it no, that's oh, a jelly bean. The whole Never mind. That's a rock thing of falling with Loki. Yeah, some, like, yeah, some Doctor Strange, right? I got some peeps. These are okay. These aren't quite Easter eggs. These are just the little peeps that I saw. But you take that, and if they were just going to reset the timeline because it's a variant, I don't really see an opportunity where you can justify being a variant. What's the purpose of the trial? What are they, what are you, like, how do you justify that? I, I cannot think of a scenario or, or a situation where you're going to be picked up by the TVA, stand trial, and everything will be okay. Oh, I accidentally went through this time portal. I didn't mean to time travel. It just happened. You know, it, that's, it's not how that goes. And even then, if that was the case, if it was, if the time traveling portion was just the problem, like Loki pointed out when he was defending himself, the Avengers would be guilty first. The only reason he's there is because of their time travel, time heist, mishap, right? Well, but that's under the assumption that time travel is bad. That's not what the TVA is saying. Correct. The TVA is saying everything that that is supposed to happen is supposed to supposed to happen. So them traveling in time to get the things was was what was supposed to happen. Loki getting the Tesseract was not supposed to happen. And that's why they had to come get him. Captain America going back to, like, you know, dance with his girl and ignore civil rights struggles was <laughs> what was supposed to happen. Not And so we can look at it from our perspective of, like, well, anybody who travels through time is doing the, like, wrong thing. But I mean, it, it, if the... Generally Grand speaking, Watchers it's going to be butterfly all those people are like, want you to do that? Yes. But they know what the butterfly effect is from their perspective. We don't know it from our perspective. Correct. And so long as it's and part of the grand scheme. T- Loki getting that Tesseract. Right. Loki getting that Tesseract. The butterfly effect from that causes a shift in the sacred timeline that is not supposed to happen as opposed to Captain America going back in time and living out his years as Peggy's main squeeze. <laughs> main point, time so, travel is screwy. Don't fuck with it. Avoid exactly. it if possible. Yes. So. So, Whatever. other than we Loki. Know, we've gotten into Loki. <laughs> <laughs> what were some of the characters that you guys like? Because I, I like this, that it has such a comedic effect 
And a lot of that is going to definitely be down to like the different characters. So, Will, who are you feeling? What characters are you uh, getting on board with? Currently, right now, I like the clerk. <laughs> the I like him. Pill boy. <laughs> I can't. Casey. Oh, yeah. Me, me and Casey, we cool. I like Casey. Played by Eugene Cordero. He's like really, really funny. Yeah. yeah. If you've ever watched uh, Star Trek, uh, the, the Lower Decks Lower cartoon, Decks. he's on that. And then mm-hmm. he's in. Um, yeah, he's in the good place also, like current character named Pillboy. Okay. Um, if anybody's watched that show, <laughs> I've got. I've hilarious. I've um, gotten through a number yeah, of episodes. I, I, like I need to go too. back to it. Yeah, it's like season. It's like season three or four. Come. Okay. Okay. Brent characters. Um, my character's kind of obscure, but. Did everybody catch that Tara Strong was Miss Minutes? Yes, in the, in the southwestern press. accent. Yeah, I was like, I didn't, I didn't realize that was a thing until we got to the credits. So I thought that was pretty neat. Um, but it's still Tom Hiddleston. Like there wasn't a lot of other thing that I thought was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. But for Hiddleston to break down to all level of emotions that he saw as his life was flashing before his eyes, that we already broke down very in depth. I thought that was a great job of acting all the way. I was Sam. Yeah, for me, I liked the interaction he had with um, the hunter. She was because she honestly like when he was doing his whole little when Loki was doing his whole little speech and he was like, "I'll show you what real power is." Watch this, <laughs> and then she was like, "It's <laughs> like what what's what's he doing?" He's trying to use magic, you know, and then like later on, he gets into the little the little fight with her and Loki don't want no parts of that. Like he'll want no parts of that fight. But, yeah, you know, what I'm saying the way she was kind of going through back and forth, back and forth, the rewind, the the fast forward, things like that. And that was a help me out here. One me. One me. Well, yeah, I think she's. I think she's actually uh, like the first timekeeper, one of the first timekeepers, uh, and she yeah, was okay. very prominent in the, in the comics and stuff like that. Uh, as far as the first timekeeper and stuff like that being really like no nonsense, like hey, we got a job to do, let's get it done, kind of moving so like that. So she kind of gives me that uh, when she's working so like that, and when she's not, she's kind of just like, hey, <laughs> we already got you, job's done. Just I can laugh at you being a dumbass trying to use magic, so. I liked her yeah. character. I liked the interaction she had. And outside of Mobius and the uh, judge, I'm sorry, was that your character? <laughs> Google Mbatara as Ravona Renslayer. Yeah, no, Google fucking Ravona Renslayer. <laughs> Man, I just want to that, say... That's a, that's a deep dive. She... She should be in so many more things, in my opinion. I've been a fan of her since uh, Doctor Who was probably the first thing I ever saw her in. Um, yeah, she should just be in more stuff, and it's weird that she's not. I'm glad that she's in the MCU. Um, 
I like, I feel like there's, I'm very interested. In, I think the thing that Marvel always does, the interpersonal stuff. And I think this is kind of one of those uh, interesting times where because of, like, we've seen a lot of teams get built. Like, we've seen the Avengers come together and, like, oh, these people, like, aren't quite getting along. And we see, like, how their relationship develops. We see how the Guardians' relationship develops. We see, you know, you know, uh, what's his name? Nick Fury and, like, how he even builds his interactions with everybody. But now it's kind of like you're coming into this, like, almost workplace comedy where everybody has, like, relationships. And it's like, oh, so what's the deal between between those two? And I feel like that's kind of going to be like those things that is actually going to make me like Loki because he's going to be trying to figure out like what's the deal between them and why are they like that and why are they being like that with each other, um, and just like her kind of like <laughs> no nonsense with um, Owen Wilson's character just being like you better you better not f this up like. I if, just respect. I know lot. you're not thinking and, about what I'm thinking. You know, you're thinking about the whole like slacker. Yeah, <laughs> the like slacker, like white dude who like figures out how to get the job done, man. I, I like the idea of there being like two black women to just like put him in his place periodically throughout the the show. So you know, it's kind of like Lethal Weapon, but with two Mel Gibsons, and that's <laughs> gonna be. <laughs> Very interesting, and they're gonna need a lot of babysitting. Oh, yeah. All right, so honestly, like, I feel like we were gonna close red strings, but I feel like we kind of got into like, main red strings were, which was like, how does time travel work, and how does the <laughs> sacred timeline work? But does yeah. anybody have anything else they want to like red string out or like throw out there, like theories that kind of just like discuss that we're looking forward to like seeing or exploring definitely going to start with you brent <laughs> i love how we went like 30 plus minutes in not a single person mentioned that there was a squirrel in the main office no I no one wanted to talk about the whole secret invasion arc that they have violently going on in the background and then we had a potential flurkin just chilling in that dude's office that was also on his mug like was that a cat or was that a flurkin we don't know I just thought that was a very interesting. Thing. <laughs> every every cat is a potential flirt. At this point, exactly. at this point, I don't. I look. I look at all cats differently now. Like, oh no, I want to keep my eyes. Stay away. For for me, um, since we since Will had mentioned earlier with the Infinity Stones, one thing that that is very clear, and of course, I was I was talking with the wife about this one. As far as the Infinity Stones, the only way to have multiple infinity stones is of course multiverse mm -hmm. this tva and this is where the um like where the gender fluid loki is going to come from we're looking at the timelines from a dare i say almost like a numerical back to the future context wherein this Marvel universe, each of these becomes a separate reality, ergo a different universe. Alternate timelines in Marvel basically equates to alternate universe, so that would be multiverse. 
And one of the nifty things about Infinity Stones is they don't work outside their own universe. Given that magic doesn't work inside the TVA, the Infinity Stones are no longer inside their universe. That would be, and this is possible red string, just throwing it out there. Um, Every time that variant is created, it... um, Brett, what did Miss Minute say is created at that time? A nexus event. Whenever a variant is created, when it when the when one of those events happens and that person breaks the timeline or whatnot, that variant, that is a nexus event. When was the only other time we've heard the word nexus? You talked about WandaVision. And of course, all of this is again coming out before Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. So between WandaVision, whatever the hell's happening in Loki, which sounds like it's gonna be a whole bunch of multiverse hopping, we already know Spider-Man has got some multiverse stuff going on. It makes sense that all of this chaos is what's leading up to Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness because everything, all the timelines are gonna be screwed up by that point. Yes. Because everything's going to be jumping back and forth, left and right. This has been opening. That's happened. This wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. That wasn't supposed to happen, but it did. This was a breach in the timeline here. By the time we get around to Doctor Strange, the sacred timeline is no more. And I think this is like well, you know, yeah, I, yeah, we get a little yeah. bit of sprinkling in each time. You know what I'm saying? We're, this is, we're just based in our based in our meat right now. Basing our turkey. <laughs> I thought about it. I was like, you know what? We're just going to go with turkey. We're basing the turkey. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like Y'all grown eight geeks know what the fuck is up. It's been marinate. You know what I'm saying? We already seized it at the beginning. We put it in the other yeah. wine division. Now we got to check the temperature, make sure it's cooking right, get some of those juices flowing on top. Spider-Man comes around. We're going to chop some tomatoes and potatoes in there with it. You know what I'm saying? Like each time... And then by the time we get to Doctor Strange, we're going to be like making sure we're going to put that butter on it last go round so it'll brown and be ready to go. That's what's happening here. And yeah, the fact that we saw all of those. Well, because, well I was going to say, and, and, and I think the thing that also you is that like you're seeing all levels of people like being like brought through. It's not just like loki and like only super powerful beings i feel like the tva i feel like it's easy to kind of like in the beginning because like they're looking at this like huge problem to look at the tva like they're only coming in and like dealing with huge stuff but they're really just like every every one of those choices like you said creates like a different like multiverse and they're just like pruning it they're just like pruning all these other multiverses that are popping off of the sacred timeline like completely like now the one that we're dealing with on this show this one is a big one and it's a problem and they haven't been able to prune it and get it under control and if that one doesn't get under control it creates another one and another one when you get into like yeah and that's when you're getting into like that multiverse it's that bush that you can't get like it's kudzu right this one is the kudzu of like of plants everybody from georgia know because if you don't it's like a plant that they brought in to just like make the state look a little more green and they didn't realize how fast it grows and it basically like took over 
like everything. So when you drive around down here, all that green stuff you see a lot of it is kudzu. But most of it is just like easy snips here and there, dead leaf, dead flower. And we keep it maintained. The stockbroker guy, like he'd probably try and do some insider trading to make himself a billionaire. He wasn't supposed to be a billionaire. So they brought him in and got him scroll that they brought in was probably like, you wasn't supposed to invade this person. You were supposed to invade and take over this person. So now we got to bring you. And <laughs> the Loki one is like, you trying to like, you trying to mess this all up. And that, that just, that, that can't happen. So. Yeah, I, I definitely am interested to see, like, just, like, what are the issues that create, like, this need for them to really, like, step in and be like, okay, this one is, like, an easy one we could take care of, but this one is, like, a problem that's going to, like, balloon, and which one is going to be the one that's going to try to control and create that multiverse of madness, because this is kind of the second time we've been hearing these same words, like you mentioned, is building up. They obviously put it in the show because they want us to connect it to already released. Otherwise, if it was a secret, they wouldn't be wanting us. To... It's like they they slapping us in the face with it. Right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nexus event. With the meat. <laughs> <laughs> you get slapped uh, in the face with the beat. I'm not. I'm not. We'll play that. <laughs> we're trying to. I'm like, I don't want it. <laughs> but I'll watch again to see what happened. I, I keep it going to see what happened. No, I mean, I'm, de I'm definitely interested. You know, I like the idea. I like the concept of multiverse. I like that Marvel's not being afraid to tackle multiverse. And it could even be argued that the way they're setting the groundwork for their multiverse will eventually help it be more understandable and it will be very clear. As it stands right now, they are kind of convoluting it by incorporating time travel with multiverse. Um, and in fairness, I mean, there, there are some, there are some theorists that believe time is not linear. And so time travel is in fact moving like cross dimensionally. Ergo time travel is in fact an alternate universe. Uh, there might be multiple universes that, cause of course, you know, Multiverse theory, there are infinite number of universes. So there's going to be another universe that is just like this one. With maybe one minor exception. And that minor exception would not be pertinent enough to distinguish one from the other. In this universe, everybody got 10 toes, 10 fingers. In that universe... Everybody got 10 toes, 10 fingers, and that guy has nine. That's the only difference in these two universes. So it, they would basically it's like be, sliders. Right. So it would basically be interchanged. Look at you with the reference. Oh, yeah. Goddamn sliders. It's like Jerry O'Connor. In one what? universe, in one <laughs> universe, it's just like this universe, red lights are at mean go. And then this other universe, human beings are like enslaved by alien. It's like that's the level of variance that yeah. like you would have in like the multiverse on that show and yeah. Pretty crazy. And I mean even even thinking back to uh what was the show Jet Li the One. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was another good multiverse example. I mean I already mentioned that one which I were talking shit. I mean, that's cool though. Cool though. Jet Li the One? 
What'd you bet you? Yeah. Well, you're talking about freaking the multiple Lokis. I was like, yeah, they all gonna come together and have the one. Watch. It's gonna be the ultimate. The Council Loki. of Lokis will be the next step. Oh, ooh. Council of Lokis. Lokis. See, that's, I mean, you know what? And that's actually a really good Marvel reference. I mean, it was probably Rick and Morty, but since even that's based on the Council of Reed, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. So that's that's a good Marvel tie-in right there. All right, we would. I would really just be shooting the shit at this point. So if y'all ain't got no other points, that was that was mine oh, for yeah. the multiverse. Yeah, yeah. me look. Travel experts Renslayer, her love interest. We know he's coming. I just want to see how they're going to use her in regards to Kang, because we know Kang is supposed to show up in Quantum Mania and stuff like that. So it's like, is she gonna come back? Is she gonna help him? Is she on some bullshit and stuff like that? And she's going to be like, I'm going to help you because I'm in love with you. Get through, you know, get through some back doors in the TVA to do what you're trying to do. Like, did she set the Loki variant free that's running around doing all the shit as a distraction for Kang? We don't know. Is is that why she was sitting right in front of the one image that looked like Kang? Well, everybody's a little Kang, but that's more of a reference to the Living Tribunal. The three heads. With the three heads, yeah. Yeah. So that's what I was like. Everyone's but like, Kang. Like, well, no. does Kang uh-huh. model himself after that? Like, why does Kang look the way he looks? Given who he is, why does he look the way he looks? To be honest, that's one question I don't know. But freaking. So, you'd have to ask the Stan Lee in the courtroom. Yeah. That young Stan Lee just hanging out in the mural. So. so but, you know, so. we'll, we'll, we'll leave it there and we'll, uh, we'll definitely talk some more on the next episode of Loki. So we'll go ahead and wrap this up here. That freaking Jeff, what do you think? And if you haven't done Coop, it Coop. already, do us a favor. Smash that like button. <laughs> smash that subscribe button. And leave a comment. What are you looking forward to seeing in Loki? What do you like? Who? What characters are you into? We definitely want to get some fan interaction. You know, we get some good comments. We might read them on the next episode. You never know. So, uh, yeah. For Brent, Sam, and Will. <laughs> Okay, we'll read them on the next episode if you make a comment. So for make a good us comment. here at Grown A Geeks, I'm Jeff. Peace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to Grown A Geeks on your preferred streaming service. Be sure to check us out on Facebook and YouTube both under Grown A Geeks.